What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of All In or All Out. My name is Kevin Harris, and I am your host. Uh, This week, I want to talk about something um, that I am learning. It's probably something I've been learning for a very long time, but I want to talk about waiting. Waiting. Sometimes... When you think about waiting, you know, you're just like, man, there's no way. I'm impatient. I don't have time for that. It's busy, especially in a world that we live in where everything is instant. Everybody wants it microwave. You know, they want it now, now, now. I mean, you can go out. If you want grass in your front yard, go out and buy it and lay it down, and you got grass. And, you know, in less than an hour so. You know, in a world that where we, you know, have technology at our fingertips. I mean, I, I remember when I was in high school that, you know, you, you really, you had encyclopedias. Like you go to the library or if you're fortunate enough to have encyclopedias, that you, you know, get all your information from there. There was no worldwide web. It's, uh, you know, everything was in the library on, you know, disk or saved or, you know, and, and then when you the internet did come out, it was dial-up. So it was like you had to connect to your phone. Then you hear those noises where it's dialing and then that, you know, where it sounds like it's crashing. And, you know, and then now we have, I don't know, what are we up to, 5G or whatever. I don't even know what that means. But you literally, I mean, we, you know, we pull up our phone and, and pull something up to look it up and it's like, 10 seconds ago and by we're like holy cow man what's wrong with the wi-fi around this place like you know what's the deal so in a world where everything is instant we have it at our fingertips waiting has become a crucial uh part of our life that really um can help shape us and define us and, and help, you know, help us in, in ways we've never thought about. Um, you know, the tension span of a person used to be uh, like for the age is one minute per age. So let's say if you're 20, you know, your tension span is about 20 minutes. Um, but now they're saying, especially with kids, teenagers, seven seconds is the tension span uh the kids have and and you know so and that's all because of what we've done with technology now now, don't get me wrong i'm not saying anything negative or bad about technology but what technology has done has made us the most impatient and sometimes ungrateful people and so it can be um you know so it, it can be very just uh Uh, miserable uh, these days but waiting there's nothing wrong with waiting you think about it you plant a a flower starts with a seed and it takes time to grow and then what do you get you get this beautiful flower however long it takes you know a few days or months I, i don't i'm not a garden so i'm just saying i just know you plant it 
water it, it grows and then it blooms one day so I, I don't know the process but it turns into something beautiful so the waiting process you know just like the whole butterfly and the cocoon man you know it, it starts out as a, a little caterpillar and then it you know gets in its cocoon and it waits and it becomes this beautiful little creature that flies around you know there is virtue in, in waiting and being patient. Um, sometimes when we don't wait, we get something and then it's either not even the right thing because we wasn't willing to wait for it, was willing to compromise. I mean, a lot of times, let's, let's take dating, for instance. Uh, I'm very fortunate. I'm married, been married six years, praise God. Um, longest one yet. Um, but uh, dating w was terrible. Like, you know, you keep saying, you know, waiting on the right one, waiting on the right one. And, and that's true because waiting will allow God to put the right person in your life when it's time, when he shaped you, molds you. And, and maybe he's working on the other person that he's partnering you with, you know, that maybe that's what you're waiting on for God to refine him or her, you know, for you. So that y'all be a complete match. But I, I know sometimes people get impatient and waiting and dating and they compromise. They'll compromise their morals. They'll compromise their values. And they'll settle for something or someone that's not worthy to be a part of their life or a part of what God's doing in their life. So waiting can be very difficult. I'll give you an example here, starting um, uh, All In or All Out Ministries. Um, you know, I, I started uh, back in 1st of June when I, I felt, you know, the nudge from God to, to start, you know, to start moving forward with it and doing it. Even though he's laid it on my heart for years, and I, and I finally said yes. And see, that's sometimes, you know, we think we're waiting on God, but what if God's waiting on us? You know, what if God's waiting on us to move, waiting on us to do, and waiting on us to get our act together, you know, to get our ducks in a row, and and waiting on us um, to to do what he's calling us to do? Because a lot of times we're like, oh, I'm waiting on God. I wish God would, you know, drop this thing in my lap, or I wish God would hurry up, and, and maybe it's, you know, God is, is waiting on us. So, <clears throat> it, it, it can be, so, back, sorry, I got sidetracked there, uh, talking about at the um, uh, December, uh, or, sorry, June, 1st of June, um, when I felt, you know, or I finally said yes to God's nudge of, of proceeding, and, you know, and I, and I started out, waiting someone was going to help me with um you know doing the nonprofit, filing the 501c3 with the rs or whatever and i just kind of waited and and i gave it some time and I, I didn't feel like i needed to be doing anything else and um some more time went by and then um i i talked with someone and they gave me an idea of going to uh uh an organization and asking them for the upfront fees to do it. And I'm like, all right, 
I mean, jump on board and do that. So I, um, I, I went to him, asked for it, and within an hour of sitting down and, and pitching my vision and sharing with him what I felt God was leading me to do, you know, I'd gotten an email within an hour of saying no. And, and, and if I'm being honest, man, I was devastated. I was like, what? Like, it just seemed like it all fit, lined up. I was excited. Um, it was the right time. Um, but they said no. And so I'm like, man, what's that all about? Like, what what in the world? So um, I, I gave it some, uh, and it's been, it's been a couple months at this point. And so I thought, it, you know, it was time to go or whatever. And then I realized that I wasn't waiting on God. I got ahead of God and tried to do it myself. Because what happened next was um, about a week later, um, well, I'll say about a month later, uh, the, the, well, a week later, Mount was uh, donated uh, to the ministry to go forward with it. Then another amount was donated a couple of weeks after that. And so I I was given twice as much as I had asked for to start this process and, and go through this. But I had to be told no first because it was God telling me that I got ahead of myself, that I got ahead of him, and the timing wasn't ready. And God's like, I'll show you no and then he ends up blessing the ministry and, and helping to get it going and started. So now we're in the process of waiting again on the IRS after filing our 501c3 and, and paying everything. We got some extra money left over to be able to do, uh, pay any other fees, court fees or anything we got to pay, you know, to, to get everything going once we hear back from the IRS. But I, I wrote a text to um, my mentor after, after a couple of days of processing it and really, you know, trying to figure out where I went wrong, and it was I wasn't waiting on God. And, and when I texted him, I said, God knew the answer before I even sat down at that meeting. He has another way to provide. And this is before I knew. Now, when I wrote this, this is before I knew what was going to happen, that any money had been given or anything. And I, I wrote it. He has another way to provide. Nobody ever said following Jesus was easy. Maybe he's testing me to see if I'm committed to see this through finally. I mean, he's only put it on my heart years ago. The road my brothers will take is bumpy, but just think the lives that can be changed if I stay faithful and let God work. Nobody likes a short, easy story in how we get there. They like to hear that it was tough, there was pain, and there was a lot of no's but God, dot, dot, dot. I mean, if the three guys in the book, and this is me still texting, I mean, if the three guys in the book of Daniel was willing to burn alive to follow God and said, but if he doesn't save us, we will still worship him. But if he doesn't say yes today, I will still follow him. Even if tomorrow is a no, he is still worth following. He has been faithful for so long, even not on my time schedule. Let your test be your testimony. The story will be awesome to share one day and how God built all in 
ministries, all in, all out ministries. So I wrote that before I even knew, because I knew I had a sense that I'd gotten ahead of myself and knew that that I still knew that God God was calling me to do this. And, and so, you know, I'm in that waiting period. The definition of wait, you know, I like to define these words. Definition of wait, a period of waiting, pause, interval, or delay. And sometimes there's a delay, you know, in, in what we need. And there was a delay. God said no. He knew I needed that no so that I could stay focused. Because if I would have got that yes then, there's no telling what I would have done. Because I've been like, man, look what I did. I went and did this and talked to them, and they said yes, and blah, blah, blah. You know, I'd have been all high and mighty, and and, and it would have forgot about my dependence on God and would have thought that I did that. So sometimes when we're waiting, it's to know that God's doing it and that we don't get to take the credit, that we are being faithful and waiting for him to provide when the timing is right. And, and I know that that's hard to do sometimes. And, and like I said, I'm in another waiting period of waiting on the IRS. Filed it two and a half weeks ago. Man, I was, um, I get my hopes up. I, you know, I heard somebody heard back within a week that they was accepted. Then they'd go through the, you know, take 60, 90 days to finish the process, but they'd already let them know. And I, I haven't got that. It's been two and a half weeks. So sometimes we set ourselves up for failure. We set our expectations, um, whether or not manageable or meetable or able to do. So, you know, we have to be careful in that. But I, I, I'm in a season of waiting, but I know I'm waiting for the right time. One, I'm in a season of waiting that I don't have a choice. It's the IRS, so I, I don't have a choice but to wait. But um, but there's nothing wrong with waiting. And, and when we're waiting, people think that when we're waiting that we should just stop and do nothing. Like Paul talked to uh, in the New Testament, told one of the churches, you know, about, talking about, you know, Christ's return and he's coming back one day. Well, they all just quit going to work, quit doing everything, just sit around waiting on him to return. But no, it, Paul encouraged them to keep going, keep running the race, you know, keep keep serving God, keep, you know, telling people about Jesus and, and, and don't sit around and wait. And, and that's what we expect sometimes. Sometimes we sit and wait when we should be, continuing you we already know you know what we need to be doing the time being while we're waiting for a door to open so we need to keep going keep moving we just don't stop it ain't like i'm gonna stop and you know not go to work and sit and wait and you know 90 days for the irs to respond to me man i'd be broke and in a worse situation than i was when i started trying to uh open you know uh open this ministry so I just want to encourage you. There's nothing wrong with waiting. Waiting sometimes can be our friend. People say waiting is a virtue. Now, waiting can be our friend. You know, there, there's nothing wrong with waiting to see. And, and for some people, it comes natural. For for some people, it doesn't. They just don't have, um, you know, they, they just don't have the patience to wait. They just don't have, you know, um, the willingness um, to wait. 
So, because what you don't want to do, you remember a few weeks ago, I think I quoted something that said, you must decide whether you will do what you want and then ask God to bless it or go to work where he is working. So you either want to wait on God and let him bless it when it's time, or you're going to find yourself ahead of the cart and been like me, you know, going ahead of the cart and going to ask this, um, uh, you know, these people for this money and then this organization for this money. And then they say yes. And then I'm, you know, head on my own direction. And I'm like, God, I want you to bless this. Look what I'm doing over here. God bless this ministry. Bless these, you know, these things that we're doing. But no, you know, we want to be in a position where we do it when God does it. So it's already blessed and he's already working and not get ahead of the cart and do our own thing and expect him to bless it. And, and we don't need to worry about learning more until we start obeying what we know now or start listening to what we know now. That's another reason why waiting is good, because sometimes we're just like more, 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 you know, and we're trying to, you know, shovel it in. Sometimes we need to start listening, obeying to what we already know and already go in the direction we need to go while we're waiting on God to finishing, open the door and finishing the work that he's doing. So I know that it can be difficult and I know at times it just seems like it's never going to come, but I'm telling you, it's always worth the wait. It's always worth the wait when it's God's timing and him showing up. Because here's what it says. It says in his words that when you're waiting with expectation, means waiting with expectation, waiting with expectation that he's going to answer your prayer. So you keep going. So then when you get to the part for him to answer, you're already there. It'd be like, like, um, me inviting you over for dinner. And I'm like, all right, you know, I'll wait till you, you know, you get here and I'll wait till you get here and we'll eat. Well, you get there. Well, I haven't even started cooking. So now you got to wait for me to cook and then for me to eat or then for us to eat. So while you're on your way, I could be cooking so that when you get there and arrive, then we can eat together and we won't have to wait because it'll be the, it'll be the right timing. So you got to understand when you're waiting, sometimes you keep pressing forward, you keep going forward in the direction God, it's like God winded you up pointed you in a direction and let you go and you keep going in that direction and doing what he's told you to do until he opens that door for the next step or for the next thing for the next person and and i know for you that are dating i I know that it's hard and 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 i promise you and and i know i've talked about this you've heard my testimony you know with four ex-wives i was obviously wasn't patient enough to wait on God to put the right woman in my life that I tried to do it myself then ask him to bless a marriage that was unequally yoked that wasn't right um and you know so I wasn't patient enough I wasn't willing to let God put the right person in my life I didn't let him finish shaping me molding me or shaping them or molding them before I jumped the gun and did what I wanted to do Cause I can promise you when Kevin does what Kevin wants to do, it never ends well for me or anybody in my life or anybody around me. 
So when it comes to waiting, you're either all in or all out.